The Ohima Health and Wellness Podcast is a place created for people to share their experiences and lives that can include triggering and sensitive topics, such as different types of abuse, such as racism, sexism, substance abuse, classism, etc. The content in the podcast and on our webpage are not intended to constitute or be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your therapist or other qualified mental health professionals with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay seeking it because of something you have heard on the podcast or on our website. We aim to create a safe and brave space that prides itself in the inclusivity of Black, Indigenous women of color. Thank you for your time and continued participation and support. Now let's get into the show. Our guest for today's episode is Stephanie Gonzalez. Steph is a mental health rehab specialist and received her master's in social work from the University of Southern California. Welcome, Steph, and thank you for joining us today. How are you? Hi, good afternoon. I'm trying to wake myself up from this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Me three. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, it's been, yeah, it's been a whirlwind of events from the last, mm-hmm. you know, year and a half. But like, yeah, it's Sunday is usually a, a good day to kind of, you know, rest and, re- you know, come back to, you know, life. getting to yourself to life <laughs> before Monday mm-hmm. begins. So, but yeah, thank you for joining us today. Thank um, you for having me. This is yes, awesome. Yes. Um, so the first question, and we usually start off with this question with all our guests. Um, but what does your health and wellness journey look like currently? Um, you know what? It's, I am still working on it. I think being mm. a, a full-time student and full-time health, well, mental health care worker, uh, there's different ways that I have to like set my self-care routine up um, depending on my needs at the time. Mm-hmm. So it's it's been a challenge, but I have like, an amazing support system where it's like I can reach out and ask them for help or even like with work and school and my outside like support system it's it's getting better mm. to the point where like I would be able to handle it on my own from time to time but without them without Mitra <laughs> I'd probably Aww. go Aww. crazy that's so sweet. I know it's like having a good support system when you're a mental health professional is so fucking crucial because, you know, it's it, at the end of the day, it can be really emotionally draining as much as we love the work that we do, which I think you can say that too, Steph. Like, I know you love your, your work and yeah. you're super passionate about it. Um, it can be, it can be a lot though. So, yeah, we definitely, benefit from having folks around us that can like uplift us and and just kind of hold space for us too you know and I'm happy to be there for you Steph you know always (laughs) thank you but that's 
that's my routine so far is reaching out because I have been a um a lone wolf for a very long time growing up so Mm -hmm. when it comes to like maintaining my support and keeping those people who I hold like dear to my heart it's uh, that's what I need Mm, yeah and even just kind of speaking about being a lone wolf and maybe we can kind of delve into this question um and kind of you know talking a little bit about your past and like how you've been able to be able to ask and from your community and the support system that you had, um, but what experiences in different relationships that have taught you about yourselves in your wants and in your needs um, from your past and getting kind of to that point too, as well. That I'm, I'm, I'm not alone. Mm. <laughs> um, mm. And then if there's different relationships, though. there's romantic relationships, there's my, family relationships my friend relationships that I mm. it has shown me a lot like I gained most of my support from my friends rather than my family um, mm. and then and my romantic relationship as well so mm. it's it's different because I'm so used to not getting that support from someone who should have taught me that I I need them or that they're yeah. going to be there for me so mm. when it's coming from outside like my friends and my boyfriend. I don't know how to, I don't know how to take advantage of it and not advantage, but keep it, communicate, ask what I need. Mm. Um, just even having someone there for me is hard. Yeah. And I, I know they get frustrated at times because it's like, well, what do you need from me? I'm here for you. And I'm not used to that. So I'm just like, well, I nothing, I'm fine. Mm. <laughs> trying to be a strong independent woman but and sometimes it's yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's why community is so important it's interesting that you say that too I've been watching um recently again and again I've been watching Pose um <laughs> like binge watching it again especially <laughs> season three came out and there was one of the quotes they usually have a quote at at the end of every episode and I think this quote was from Hector Extravaganza and he talks or they talk about um and I think they passed away not too long ago, but they talk about how um, fam- like relatives just means, you know, it's just blood relationship, but family, what that really means is like building community, having um, a support system, being able to cry and really, you know, go through things together. I'm just paraphrasing the quote, but it was so strong. Like um, chosen family. Like chosen family, right? exactly. Yeah. yeah, and it was just so strong um, because I was like, yeah, I have my family, but sometimes they, they don't understand things all the time. Right. And so that's why friendships and community is so important because, um, then there's people who are like-minded like you and really want to be there for you too. So I think that's really powerful that you said that, that like sometimes blood isn't always <laughs> thicker than water. Mm-hmm. It is. It's, mm-hmm. it's not. And I think, I mean, that goes into like me dealing with my mental health. Yeah. I wasn't dealing with it in a healthy way growing mm. up. It was more of like, let me shut out all these emotions. And it, it's mm. funny because I see these in my, see this in my clients as well. And I'm like, mm. oh, wow. I like, it's like a lot of growth for me to get where I'm at currently. Um, mm. For me to communicate my needs, for me to like sit down with myself and try to recognize what is wrong and what is like what do I need right now why am I upset why am I sad why do I feel super stressed out Mm. Um, it took a long time for me to get to this point I'm 28 years old and I'm still learning 
Um, and it's a journey for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it really is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm still learning too. I'm 33 and I'm mm-hmm. still learning. And mm-hmm. I feel like, I mean, I hope folks older than us are still learning too, you know, I don't know, but I we, mean, we can only hope the, the yeah. wisest, the wisest of ones that are older than us always talk about learn like it never ends learning never ends in their emotional mental health like it never ends and I do have mentors who do think that but there's you know older ones I think they know everything and sometimes it's like the world's changing (laughs) it's evolving you know it's getting better with time yes when it comes to self-care and like loving yourself and Mm -hmm. putting yourself on a pedestal comparing to like always wanting to be there for other people yeah Yeah, I feel like it takes a lot of like unlearning to like unlearning Mm -hmm. old ways that we've been using like old ways of coping or that just aren't serving us anymore. I know for myself, that's something I've been doing is unlearning a lot of stuff Mm. too and like learning new things. Yeah, it's not the way Um, I, I don't know. I appreciate everyone I have encountered so I think my boyfriend has helped a lot with my mm. communication mm. <laughs> because I am I am such a brat but when it comes to like communicating <laughs> my needs and like I'm sitting there pouting and he's just like what's wrong with you and I'm like I don't know he's like I need you to talk to me right now <laughs> I'm like okay <laughs> but it's it's mm-hmm. it, it comes a long way because I don't yes. I didn't communicate with my family and that's mm. where I got it from that's where I got my communication from they mm. saw something was wrong they left me alone and it's easy for people to just walk away instead of like sit there and actually listen so when it comes to someone who's willing to listen to me and create solutions I appreciate it so much yeah that's so that sounds really great that sounds like because it sounds like Sean was like I'm I want to hear you like I yeah. want to listen and he's like showing you that and so it made you feel it sounds like it made you feel comfortable to actually sit there and be like yeah what what am I feeling and sharing that with him um which it sounds like maybe you didn't feel like that before like you didn't feel like you had the space to share like how you were feeling I I didn't I think I was the only girl I was brought up as the as the only girl Mm. in my family of four boys and Mm. assuming that like I'd be spoiled (laughs) and given everything it was the complete total opposite it was like oh she's fine she doesn't need everything so uh, let me just okay. let her be on her own wow. I'm like like no I needed I needed all that yeah are you the youngest I'm the second oldest oh you're oh, the I second see. oldest, the second okay. oldest. Mm-hmm. oh so you're yeah. not only the only girl but you're the second oldest. yeah that's a, that's a very tricky like spot yeah and it also and depends on the with... family but yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it's it's like I'm seeing them catered to my brother's so differently than how they would cater to me mm. and I get it I, I don't want to take care of myself but I still want that like assistance <laughs> there were still questions I needed answered mm. and I it put a it put a real big chip on my shoulder for a long time mm. yeah and I feel like it reminds me of like you know all those things that are like check on your strong friend or like check on right. the person that's always showing up yeah. for everyone else because it's like yeah, we need it too. And it sounds like that's you, you know, like Mm -hmm. you you are, you said you are strong and you are independent, but you also need care too. And you need people to check in with you and make sure everything's okay. Yeah. I am learning to deal with it. Uh, School has taught me a lot. 
working with mm. the kids I work with now has taught me a lot. Um, and it continues to teach me because I get burnt out sometimes. Yes. Um, and I need a moment to myself. And yeah. sometimes yeah. other people who don't work in the mental health field, they don't realize like mm-hmm. what's going on. You're talking about this all the time. I'm over here like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. It but really like, yes. is. Mm-hmm. And like, we may rant and like express ourselves about our job but at the end of the day we're gonna go back and we're gonna mm-hmm. be there for our clients yeah it's like look I'm not complaining about it but it's, it's exhausting giving yeah. all that emotional support and it's, it's exhausting and we need our break sometimes yeah totally and I think needing a break isn't it's like not a bad thing because we still do love our job like I hear you saying it I know Kat mm-hmm. is so probably so annoyed with hearing me talk about it all the no time, I'm not like, I, I never am and it's, it's I know I'm just teasing you. <laughs> okay um, <laughs> truth, really. I think it's those of us like me and stuff that are so that really do love our work so much mm-hmm. that we put so much of ourselves into it I think that we really do need to recharge at the end of the day we yeah. we need time to like replenish and fill our cup so we can keep giving mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but what's, what population do you work with again, Steph? I work with, um, adolescents, so the 13, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. boys, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. boys. Mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. I worked with that population for quite some time. I actually loved working with them there. It can be challenging, but like very rewarding as well. I don't know. I hope what's your experience with it? Um, it's. I think the most challenging part is like establishing those boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, is there is there teenage boys raging hormones? I, you're, I mean, you're finally giving yourself to listen to them and be there for them, something they probably didn't have. Mm-hmm. So it's letting them know, like, I am a support system, but not in the way you expect me to be. Mm-hmm. So they, they see a woman, any type of woman that can come and walk in, they can relate it to their mother, they can relate it to a girl. Yeah. And it's like, no, like I am, I'm here to give you the skills and the tools so that way you can help like take care of yourself when you grow older. Um, I grew up with three boys. I, I love my brothers and I, oh, I, I love them. I admire them. I want to be there for them. So going into that field, I thought about my brothers and I thought about like, look, like there's a lot of men out there who, a, little, a lot of kids, boys that don't know how to one respect a woman. Mm-hmm. to talk to women even like appreciate women because their mothers have a lot to do with it yeah. <laughs> they mm-hmm. hate women and I I'm just like I I don't I want to be able to change that perspective for mm-hmm. boys growing up because yeah. it'll make a difference when they get into relationships or build relationships with like That's the true. future girlfriend or they have a sister or they have even just girls in general to be their friends um and it's a my relationships in the past haven't been great. Um, I have been in a, a domestic violence relationship. Um, that was my first relationship. And it was the hardest because I didn't know what it was at the beginning. And mm. I, when you love someone, you love someone. And it goes back to me thinking that I needed to be there for him more than he needed to be there for me. Wow. Mm. Um, um, that was probably the hardest relationship (laughs) Jesus um and it was one of my first because 
then after that, going into relationships wasn't easy for me. And I didn't, I didn't want one. Mm. I didn't want one. I didn't want to settle down. I was just focusing on myself, which is good. But I wasn't getting the respect I deserved, even when dating. Mm. And then I got here. I'm in a happy relationship currently. Mm. So I'm in a healthy relationship with myself because I think that's where it stemmed from. Uh, prior to this, I wasn't in a healthy relationship with myself. So I allowed everything that I, that happened to me with my previous relationship, I allowed it to happen. Wow. That's not something to beat myself up for, but mm. I, I grew from it a lot. Mm. And that's kind of made me, making maybe me think about kind of some of the hardships that you went through in pertaining to your mental health, just with your experiences, how, how, as a woman, how did you like deal with those things? Um, and like maybe starting and you can say as much as you want when, and, and we're definitely going to protect, um, anything that you say, but if you don't mind maybe sharing just a little bit about those hardships that you went through, um, and dealing with your mental health as a woman and like how you, if you're overcoming it, how you overcame it too, as well. Uh, I think one of my hardest, like, it was knowing that other people were there to support me rather than just him. Mm. Um, in my mind at the time, I, I didn't think anyone else would want to be there for me, but he mm. kept showing up and he kept mm. showing up and he kept being there for so long. So I, I figured, well, he's the only one that shows up for me. Then this, I, I need him in my life because no mm. one else is going to be there for me. Uh, mm. And I, that was the hardest because I didn't want to tell my family about him or what was going on because I didn't want them to view him as a, a, ba- a bad person. Now he is, right? His actions weren't as great as they should have been. Um, but I didn't want my family to view him as a bad person because then I would think he would have to leave me. and He wouldn't be there for me. Uh, but through time, I realized that like there are other people that are going to be there for me. My friends keep mm. showing up. Um, and then I had to learn how to show up for myself. Mm. I had to sit with myself and be alone mm. with myself and, and give myself what I needed the most. Um, a little bit too much had like took over when it came to like relationships and other things, because I, I feel like there's a middle ground. Like you can give yourself so much, but then also become selfish and not want anything else from anyone. Wow. Yeah. So I got to that point in my life and I'm like, I'm pushing people away. Why am I pushing people away? Mm. And I, I was scared. Yeah. Um, and then I started realizing like, okay, well, I don't need to put, I don't need to push people away. They're there for me for a reason. And people are going to come and go as long as they don't disrespect me and hurt me. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that, that's probably, that was the hardest thing that I learned in like my, my own wellness street, like journey as an adult today, I can't, I can't ask for more than I need, but I also need to give that to myself. I realize that now, even speaking to you, I, I look back at who I was prior and I, I, I've grown so much. I found a great support system. I found 
stuff that I love to do. I love to exercise. I love to run. Um, I love school. So I, I went back to school. Um, it's a headache and it's hard, but I, I like, <laughs> I guess I like the drive and the motivation that I put into Especially it. Especially USC money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Girl, I have some student loan. I mean, I, I got some scholarships, but I know that, you know, the money, the student loan thing is real too. So it's a, cho- to go mm-hmm. back to school is a real choice. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, but I love school and I, I, I did it. Okay, are we ready? What up, fam? Hey, Ohimas. We're interrupting normally. Oh, fuck. Hey, y'all. We're going to start a Patreon. Is that how you say it? Patreon? <laughs> you want shirts? You want... You want... <laughs> Why can't we fucking do this? Hey, Ohimas. We're interrupting your normally scheduled podcast to bring you a special announcement. Hey, we've got our very own Patreon page now where we'll be posting exclusive content. Yes, yes. So it will be uh, $5 a month um, if you join our Patreon. We're going to be answering the spicier questions that we can't have on the podcast. And uh, there's going to be a special episode involving a couple's game hosted by our very own Ohima team and just a little teaser Kat and I are gonna be guests (laughs) yes with our partners so with my husband (laughs) and my partner yes uh, yes um we'll also include episodes uh in the episodes we'll include bloopers compilations different things of that nature photos behind the scenes stuff um possibly Ahima team events and we will probably be putting out a poll so we can figure out what kind of merch y'all want do you want some mugs with our faces on them do you want some shirts do you want some stickers I mean what you want (laughs) Mm -hmm. tell us or or mugs with quotes on them like quotes from the podcast quotes from you know our guests or quotes from us me and Mitra we gonna have some playlists so you can see what we be listening to or what our guests are listening to we're gonna put some recipes some exclusive wellness tips and tricks from our guests and hosts yes um and then we mostly want just some feedback from you our listeners um about our Patreon um, and what you would all want to see um, and your contribution to this. So um, yeah, we're looking forward to making this a very enjoyable experience for you all. Um, We hope to have all these different things, videos, pics, behind the scenes stuff, scrap up stuff, um, extended podcast bits. We'll probably do early access, um, sneak peeks to our videos. <laughs> just kidding but yeah things of that nature so just be on the lookout but definitely join us um, on our patreon we also want y'all to know that it is not mandatory to subscribe to our patreon we you listening is enough you sharing or liking posts is enough and we really appreciate all of you this is definitely just if you want to you know hear some juicier things or you know, I don't know what else to say. 
Yeah, so we're yeah, so we're basically looking forward to you all joining us on Patreon. Um, be on the lookout for all these different things coming up um, during season two and beyond. Thank you. And now back to the episode. Bye. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And if you don't mind me asking, why social work? Social work. I want to be a therapist, so I want to complete hours. Yes. Survive. Yeah, I want to do what Mitra does. Oh <laughs> uh, man, that's so great, man. My sister's also a social worker, and she's a therapist. So it's, yeah. I, I like I see similarities between the, even just the. I know we just met, but just like the three of you of you know, your past experiences <laughs> are leading you to doing the work to support mm-hmm. other people by being yeah. therapists. So, I mean, wow. I'm hella biased, but I think social workers are the best. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> she always says this. <laughs> um, yes, just saying, hey, I said I was biased, but that's I okay. Workers, but, I, I, mm-hmm. I truly love you, Steph. And I think you're oh. so amazing and you're already an amazing therapist. And I'm so excited for your future in the field because you are just so needed, you know, yes. and just even listening to you and, and how much you, you pay attention to your own mental health and your journey. And you're so authentic and like open and being vulnerable right now. And I'm just so, I don't know, I'm excited for you and I'm happy that you're, you're in the social work field. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm happy. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I'm also very nervous because I know there's more than one population um, and the mm. population I want to work with is domestic violence victims and women mm-hmm. yeah. and families. Um, but I have, I have a, a, a little bit of a journey to get there. Um, but I'm excited. I'm happy to have met you, Mitra, because I, you helped me so much. Like the little questions like, what did you do, do for self-care when you were in school? That mm-hmm. helps a lot. I Aww. need advice. Because I don't have a lot of friends who are going towards the same like career area, and they don't know how it feels to be stressed out. Or yeah, well, I got you, girl. I'm always here for you. Yeah. I, I I know you said, huh? Everyone's gonna start crying right now. I know, I know. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm like. <laughs> I know, I'm. <laughs> I know. We're all emotional over here. I'm like, um, okay, well. <laughs> Are we all go- we're all gonna start crying on on the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, I'm so happy you're here today, and I know I know you also had mentioned you wanted to talk about like body image stuff, which I'm sure will be so helpful for others to yeah. hear too, myself included. And I'm really, yeah, I'm really interested to hear about your journey with that. Um, whew, that's that's a journey I'm still working on. I have like my good days and I have my bad days and I think it's like building a healthy relationship with food as well because um, mm-hmm. some days I I beat myself up oh I ate too much today I gotta work out the next day or I didn't mm-hmm. work out enough so let me not eat enough um, and I guess I didn't start realizing that it was getting bad until I would get called out on it mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I would sit there and I think, and my boyfriend would call me out on it and he still does. And I'm just there like, nope, like, no, like, you don't know how I'm feeling right now. No. Um, But developing that relationship with food and eating, but also like 
managing how I exercise and not thinking about how I'm going to look if I eat this. Yes. Uh, yeah. Or if, if, if I don't exercise at least three times a week, then, oh, I got to beat myself up. I can't eat as much as I want. I can't spoil myself with a chocolate bar or some popcorn or it's the hardest thing and growing up it, I, I mean my my mother probably gonna be a hard discussion to talk about but my mom is my mom's beautiful she's gorgeous she's she was very very thin her entire life so every time she would look at me she'd be like you're gaining weight mm-hmm. she would compare her body to my body and I'm like well we are not the same mm-hmm. um it would piss me off all the way like my teenage years even like even as an adult I had that um challenge with her because I would tell her like stop doing that to me Mm -hmm. because in my head I had a certain way I should look I should look like my mom I should be as thin as my mom um and I should just drink coffee and not eat throughout the day um and it's it's hard it's hard social media makes it hard um mm. the tv makes it hard i i feel like nowadays they're changing and it's getting a little bit better but it's it's one of the things where i have to sit down and and just appreciate my body and look at it and just stare at it because mm. i it's it's all in my mind yeah um, no one else are, is putting these thoughts in my head um, it's the way I view myself. I think I'm a beautiful girl. I think I'm smart. I have a, I have everything. I think I'm gorgeous. But then there's days where it's like, yes, you are, I, <laughs> in every way. No, for real, no, seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and there's days where it's like I, I don't feel too good about myself right now, and that's so that those are the days I'm trying to work on currently. Um, so I will do positive affirmations. And I will dress up and do my makeup and look for myself and take the pictures because that helps me. That's my coping. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, so it's it's getting there. Um, I'm working on it, but it's probably the hardest. Yeah. Do you do you want to share any of your affirmations? You don't have to, but if you wanted to, um, it's just more of like I tell myself I'm beautiful. I'm gorgeous. You are healthy in the body you are in. Yeah, you are beautiful in the body that you are in, um, and there's no need to change. Like you, my main word that I like to use is you're healthy. Yeah, because you don't need mm. to look like anyone else yes. as long as you are healthy. It's this quarantine, <laughs> quarantine fifteen. Yeah, I, I love that you have affirmations. I was recently like another therapist on on I think like on Instagram was was talking about body image and was like sharing some of her affirmations and it kind of inspired me. And I, I'd really been wanting one that like, didn't focus on like how my body looks. So I like wrote one for myself recently and I wrote, my body takes care of me. It lets me know what I need. And I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, this works for me. Like, So at least I'll like, listen to my body, like when it's telling me rest or like drink water or um, so yeah, I just wanted to share that, but thank you for sharing that. Cause I know it's something a lot of us struggle with a lot of us women struggle with, 
um, body image stuff. And I think it's like really helpful, like you were saying earlier, to not feel alone in things. Um, so thank you for sharing all of that. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, that affirmation will help me as well because I, I need to focus on what my body needs to give me right. rather than like, no, it need, me telling it what it needs and it doesn't right. work that way. Yeah. And just to kind of double deeper on the body image thing, because I actually struggle with that a lot. Like that's like one of my biggest things that I, I struggle with. Um, but outside of affirmations, is there anything else that you do um, that maybe, I know you said you put on makeup and like you get dressed and take photos. That's, that's, that's dope too. <laughs> but is there like, did, how did you even get to that point? Because I feel like sometimes folks, like even just to be able to do that takes a lot of work, right? So what are what are some things that you have done or are learning about yourself to get to the point of like doing the affirmations and doing the, um, you know, let me look cute and take photos. And if I eat this popcorn today, I'm eating it because this is how I yeah. feel. Like, how do you get to that point? Because like, I think, and I guess this is kind of personal, but I, I struggle with that internally. Like, especially when I'm like really stressed out, I want to eat like maybe hot Cheeto Funyuns, which I stopped eating recently because, you know, and then, um, or like kettle, like popcorn kettle corn or, you know, something just to snack on, or like, I would want to go out and get something to eat, but how, like, what was that journey? Like, I think that's something, cause I know people do definitely struggle with that. Um, it, it started off with me not doing anything like I would I would eat I would just eat I wouldn't exercise I wasn't I wouldn't do anything I wouldn't pay attention to it at all and I would just sit down with myself and I'd be sad all the time I would beat mm-hmm. myself up <clears throat> um so when it got to the point where I was I was by myself I had no I wasn't dating anyone I was focusing on who I was what mm-hmm. I needed what I wanted um yeah. I started journaling mm-hmm. um so I started writing letters to myself oh, I as if I were, um, and I still do from time to time, but I started journaling and I started recognizing parts of myself that I was happy about. So I would write about how, how I feel about my stomach. I mm. mean, in there, there's a uterus and it's a womb and you can create a child wow. and it's, that, it's beautiful. I started writing about my smile. If I give Aww. a smile to someone else, someone else is going to give one back. Um, it, That's really beautiful. So I would just write letters to myself and to parts of it because words mean a lot, especially when you're talking to yourself. Yeah. Um, small parts, your hands. Your hands can touch someone else's part. Your hands can hold someone else's hand. Um, and that, that was the hardest because I would sit there and I would... I would look at all the things that I hated about my, the way I looked, and it wasn't until I, ha- I couldn't see anyone quarantine hit and I couldn't go out anywhere and I couldn't distract myself from what was really going on. And I had to sit with it. And from there, I was just like, I can do this. And I started jump roping and I started working out and I started cooking and that was my way to cope. And it was a healthier way than just drinking and sitting down and being sad about the way I looked. Um, so that, that continues to help me. Um, I hope, hopefully it can help someone else as well. 
and it's still a hard journey and I'm still going through it currently, but I, I look back at those letters and I just try to remind myself. Oh my gosh. Thank you for sharing all that. I know that we're all like, we're all tearing up right now. I can see. I am a Um, little sensitive baby sometimes. Thank you. Oh, I'm super (laughs) highly sensitive. Kat is too. It's all welcome here. Um, that's really, honestly, it is, you said you hope it helps someone. I feel like it's, I could speak for myself. It's helping me right now to hear what you were saying and to hear what you wrote in your journal. And that's like so beautiful, especially just like, I don't know, saying like your smile can like help someone else too. And just, I don't know, it's just so beautiful. And like, there's like some selflessness in there too, when you were sharing it, like you were thinking about just sharing like happiness with other people and like that helping your body image. And that's like such a beautiful thing, you know? And I think I also, I think, I think what hit me when you talked about the womb, I think that was what was, because I think sometimes we think of our bodies as just, you know, just for other people to see, right. Or like to to please yourself, but your body's used for other things. So for you to even say that, I don't know why it just hit me so hard, but it's true. Yeah, your body, our bodies do so many things. And I, that, I yeah, that. when I thought about that part, I was like, well, yeah, you need like some softness there to protect that important part, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, I love that. Yeah. Well, every, yeah, every part of our body, I mean, we need our hips to help carry that baby yes. that we are yeah. going to soon have. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's like, no, like, I'm, I'm, I'm beautiful. <laughs> like, this is everything that I can do with my body. Um, so what am I thinking? What are those thoughts? Go away. Yeah. So it's, it's nice. It's nice to see that and view myself as like, wow, like you are, you're a gorgeous being. You, you are, you're a woman and you can bring so much. And right. you, we can create life, ladies. Yeah, we can. Mm-hmm. We can yes. create life inside of us. <laughs> like what? That's, it's insane to me. It's beautiful to me, though. We're magical. We are. Mm-hmm. Um, we really are. That, <laughs> and I think that's I think that's the issue with body image and and I mean social media and people posting things about their bodies that are like weirdly too perfect. <laughs> you know, is that like we're, it's always the outward? What's what's really like? What is our purpose? What is the body's purpose mm-hmm. for? So for you to say that, yeah, that hit hard. I was like, oh, I didn't, I've never thought of it. I don't know. It was just weird. I think it's the way you said it maybe. And like I, how you wrote it down. I don't know. It just, it just hit. It was just so beautiful and genuine yeah. the way she shared I think that's what it, it was. That's, yeah. yeah. And was- I, I'm thinking, uh, talking about this makes me think of the book, The Body is Not an Apology. Have you yes. read it? Yes. I have yes. it, but I need to, I need to jump into reading it and, and Steph, if you want, you can borrow it or unless you want to buy yes, it yourself. Yes. Yeah. And I believe the author, I want to say is Sonia Renee Taylor, but let me Sonia Renee yep. Taylor. Yes. Yeah. So I've heard amazing things about the book and I did buy it, but you know, I got I love books. I'm a bibliophile. I got a stack of books that I still need to get to. Um, but this is one that 
today, I'm like, okay, this is definitely one that I need to, I need to get on it and I need to get into it. <laughs> yeah. I've been hearing about it too. And I, yeah. you know, as oh, and a I child- guess it comes with a workbook too. Is that what oh, wow. I see? Is it on just... Audible or like any of like the listening plot? Because that is something when you're cleaning be. or when you're trying to like mm-hmm. focus or something or do dishes, whatever it is, that's something to listen to. Right. Yeah. Oh, wow. Hmm. Yeah. It's oh. like radical self-love. And I think we all need some of that. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have incorporated reading into my self-care because I used to read a lot previously, a lot. And yeah. then I became so busy and I'm like, oh no, I missed that. So currently I'm reading The Four Agreements. That's oh, okay. Hello. Yeah. And I, I am loving it so far. And that's helping me so much too. Like it's giving me different perspectives of the way I view myself, the way I take opinions. It's a great book. Um, and I, I'm going to pick that one up. Yeah. Yeah, it's so yeah, I'm gonna and I'm gonna I need to start reading it. So um but I feel like when do you feel like when you're in grad school it's hard to make the time to read? Because I felt like like for pleasure, because I felt like when I was in grad school, I'd like want to read for pleasure, but it was like mm -hmm. so hard to make the time because we're reading all this academic stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. All these scholarly articles and research Mm -hmm. papers. I'm just like, uh, I'm tired (laughs) of looking at words right now. Right. Actually, one thing I used to do in grad school, well, I my family, so my family lives in uh Southern California, but they live about an well with traffic because <laughs> LA is crazy. <laughs> about not like an hour away. If I didn't leave my house by eight, eight my parents' house by eight a.m., I would not get to USC by like I would get to USC by nine fifty if I left at eight a.m. So like those hour hour and a half of just sitting there in the traffic ugh, all morning. That's when I used to listen to stuff, but um. But it's actually kind of hard when you want to listen to it. Like I had to, I had to pick that time because I'm sitting in traffic. But I think in grad school, it's just hard to read for pleasure. Yeah. It's so hard. It's a, yeah. I get overwhelmed by every little thing now, like being in grad school and working. And I'm just, when I want to be home, I want to be home. Yeah. I just want to rest and relax. Yeah. Yes. So, and you deserve it. Mm-hmm. So I, I've noticed that like I get a little bit overwhelmed when I'm out around friends and I'm just like, oh my God, I'm tired. I'm, I'm feeling mm. a little bit anxious. Yes. And then I have to like, in my head, I have to talk myself down. Like, you're fine. Like you deserve this. Like you have nothing to worry about. You're not in school right now. You're not at work. Yeah. You need to enjoy yourself. Yeah. Um, it's a challenge. I'd be liking my alone time too, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I love my alone yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Like, I really do. I really do. I really do. So I feel you there. (laughs) Like, yeah. And like, I I've been known to be around my friends a lot or like want to talk to my friends all the time, but lately, I think the older I've been getting, the more um, introverted I've become too. And I did the, Oh, Ariel made me do this. uh, Mitra. Oh, the Myers-Briggs, Myers-Briggs, but like, it's a, it's a 16. Yeah. The 16 personalities. (laughs) And then I, I thought I was always an extrovert, but <laughs> I learned because that you're more of an introvert now. Yeah. I'm way more of an introvert. I think now. it changes. Yeah. It definitely mm-hmm. can change. It, did, for sure. it does. Yeah, also before I forget, I want to tell you guys about this library app called Ooh. Libby. 
It's L I B B Y. So, oh. cause we were talking about listening to books and they have yes. audio books. So basically yeah, because you have a library. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to be charging. You have to. <laughs> Not sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> You're hilarious. It's, it's if, like hoopla, you hoopla have, you have to, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you have a library card already, you could just like plug in the info, but also you can just go ahead and like get a library card through it, like through whatever your local oh, library wow. is. Yeah. Oh, that kind of sounds like hoopla. Hoopla does the same thing too. Um, but my oh, okay. husband, because he's a teacher, he, he already gets the, I think the library card. So I use his, but this one sounds a little like you can actually just get your own library card. Yeah. I like how you're all not sponsored. Not sponsored. Mm-mm. But if not you want sponsored. a sponsor. <laughs> yes. Hit us up. Uh, if you're listening. Say that again. Is it an app? I'm yeah, it's an it. app called Libby, the library app. <laughs> Not sponsored. Yeah, not sponsored. (laughs) (laughs) Not sponsored. Not sponsored. Actually, so Hamid, our director, producer, and editor, I know we were talking about loneliness and just wanting to be alone sometimes, which is great. Mm -hmm. Um, They put, they said a a quote, loneliness is a sign you are in desperate need of yourself. Oh, I love that. Yes, Hamid. For the I love that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think it's good to be alone. Yeah. It's good to be alone. It's good to also be around your friends and stuff, which is great. But I, I totally yeah. get that stuff. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I have a long work week sometimes. So when mm-hmm. my, my loneliness is needed from time mm-hmm. to time, especially the work y'all do. I mean, I'm an educator and that's already, <laughs> but listening yeah. to everybody's. <laughs> Stuff is yeah. yeah, I feel yeah. Oh, I like that quote a lot. Yeah, yeah, me they too. Said, yeah, uh, we should thank uh, Hamid, our director, producer, and editor. <laughs> hey. Loneliness is a sign you are in desperate need of yourself. That was really of good. Yourself, that's really beautiful. Yeah. Um. So, kind of just to like kind of I guess wrap things up, but um. Uh you know, maybe we could talk a little bit about self-care. So I know you mentioned reading, you mentioned running. Mm-hmm. What are some other things that you like to do? Like, I guess we can get to the fun stuff, <laughs> but what are some okay. things that you like to do um, to really take care of yourself um, other than some of the other things you mentioned? Um, well, journaling is one. Oh, that's right. uh, I like to yeah. read. Okay, so journaling, reading, exercising, those are my go-tos. Um, but what else being around don't you don't you do art stuff I feel like I've seen some of your drawings and they're really good yeah I draw I haven't I haven't drawn in a while though but I know that Tom and I were trying to discuss a a drawing day oh an art day Tom yeah Tom Tom who did our not raised Tom yeah what yeah (laughs) who did our our uh, little drawing of us yeah Oh, uh, okay. Sorry, go ahead. We're all in that loop. <laughs> oh, y'all are part of that loop. Yay. Yeah. Aw. Um, but yeah, so um, I haven't picked up drawing, but I mm. need to. I think that would be something. That would be so much fun. Uh, what else? I picked up binge watching Netflix. 
shows. <laughs> Me too. Yes. Thanks, That's my boyfriend. Yes, yes, <laughs> uh, yes. Currently, right now. So there's a Hulu show that I love and it's Frasier. Um, but then there's a Netflix show that we're currently watching right now. And it's The Last Kingdom. And I fucking love it. And <laughs> it's something that I didn't think I would ever um, laugh because my boyfriend's laughing at me. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he's the one that introduced me to that show. And I'm obsessed. I don't I wouldn't know how to describe it. But The Last Kingdom is on Netflix. It's pretty cool. Um, okay. So Netflix shows TikTok because I'm a 15 year old girl. (laughs) 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 But I do have my moments of like TikTok. It distracts me. It puts me like in a, I'm grounded. I'm not worried about anything else, but just watching these videos that are so easy to watch and then take my little 10 minute break and I'm done. And I focus again, Uh, being around my boyfriend helps a lot with self care for me. Um, because he grounds me, yeah, and he takes my mind away from school and work. Um, yes, uh, another thing that's very small is driving with my music blasted and singing. And oh, I love that! that. (laughs) So that's like me on my way to work (laughs) and on my way back, which helps so much because it relieves all that tension that I hold up in my shoulders and I'm just singing and dancing. I don't care how I look. Yes. Yes, I love that. That's amazing. Yeah. Yes. So, um, I guess this is it for today. Um, uh, so, is there any sort of wisdom or quotes, uh, anything, advice for our listeners? Um, and then maybe afterwards you can talk about where we can find you. So folks can follow if you want them to follow, (laughs) if you want them to, if you want them to, only if you want them to, (laughs) (laughs) and if they want to talk about, Um, you know, real, you know, stuff, not just out here, did it, did it, did it. So (laughs) yes. So maybe like Um, an inspiration, something that really keeps motivated. And then, um, where our listeners can find you projects, endeavors that you want to talk about do as well. Uh, give yourself as much as you give others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to take that one and put it in my pocket and remind myself of that too. Mm-hmm. I think this yeah, is for all I the think- folks that work, work mm-hmm. in serving others. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, serving others, being there for everyone, like show up for yourself constantly, mm. because if you're not there, you wouldn't be able to do what you do and provide to other people. And they need you to keep on going sometimes. So mm. you got to take care of yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's what I'm still learning. And I'm wow. still doing today, taking care of myself. Yeah. Uh, and if you want, um, I'm only on Instagram at underscore uh, see about a girl underscore. Um, okay. So cool. Look for me on there. Yay. Also, I love your Instagram handle. I think it's so cute. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's from the movie um, Goodwill Hunting. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, okay. I feel like I heard that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go see a bad girl. I love that movie. Aww. So cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Thank you guys for having me. This was so much fun. And Yay. thank you for being there to listen as yes. I need. Yes. yes. Thank you so much. Thank I you. love you, Steph. Thank you for being Aww. here you <laughs> and sharing so vulnerably. 
community. I like to be transparent. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, well, thank you so much, Stephanie. This was great. Thank you, Kat. All right, you guys. I'm going to go rest now. <laughs>